This is 1 in 44, a presentation of Anderson Center for Autism. 1 in 44 is a weekly show devoted to autism spectrum disorder. Welcome to 1 in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, Chief Development Officer at Anderson Center for Autism. And I am here today with Coach Pasquale Pulela. Um, coach Pasquale is a life coach from uh, at Special Friend Coaching. And we're just thrilled to have you on the show today, Coach. We want to hear all about you, your background, and um, the really unique and I think important um services and supports that you offer through special friend coaching. So coach Pasquale, nice to meet you. you. Thanks for being on the show. Nice to meet you too. Thank you very much. Um, My pleasure. Uh, So yeah, if you could just start with a little background about who you are. Okay. So uh, my name is Pasquale. Um, You know, I uh, am a person who uh, was uh, raised through the uh, public school's special education system. I was diagnosed with uh, At the time, they called it ADD, Attention Deficit Disorder. Now it's considered part of ADHD. So Mm -hmm. it's uh, ADHD minus the hyperactivity. And, uh, you know, uh, being uh, in the uh, special needs uh, community uh, for my whole life, I've always sort of uh, had a bit of a connection to um, just neurodiversity in general. And uh, that's, I love that word, by the way. So (laughs) I encourage its usage. Um, And... uh, Basically, you know, this whole thing started a couple of years ago. I was uh, going through a bit of unemployment and uh, somebody who knew me through high school, uh, you know, recommended that this job that he was working at, uh, which is, um, you know, working as a caretaker for uh, what at the time they were called uh, hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, now they're called Braverhood. Um, so I started working and still part-time working for a hand-in-hand as a special needs caretaker. And, uh, you know, this is about a couple years of doing that. And, um, but after I would say like half a year of doing it, you know, I really got into this idea of, uh, you know, helping special needs people and, you know, neurodiverse people in general. Um, cause I found the work fulfilling. Uh, it's just, um, you know, I, I wanted to see what would be the next step from caretaking. Cause you know, well, it's a very fulfilling job. It's not really a career, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been looking around for a little bit at different things, you know, uh, was interested, you know, looking into, you know, therapies and different sorts of things and uh, came across life coaching and specifically oriented towards special needs people. So I thought, yeah, that's, that sounds like something I might want to do. So uh, I uh, got a certification after a couple months through um, uh, the Integrated Wellness Academy. I'm a certified life coach. Uh, that's not an ICF credential, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that, which is the International Coaching Federation. It's, um, it's, it's outside of the federation, but it's, uh, you know, it's still a very, in my opinion, very good and um, life coaching um, sort of credential. Mm-hmm. So, um, but also I decided because I learned also about uh, while I was learning about life coaching, I was learned about the peers program, which is a program developed by the psychology department at UCLA. Uh, and it's basically just a collection of literature, you know, uh, that's meant that's not too help overly academic. It's meant for uh, everyday readers, you know, uh, it, because it's meant to put in the hands of parents, caretakers, coaches, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, to uh, improve the social lives of people with autism and ADHD, Tourette's, you know, mm-hmm. whatever kind of 
um, neurodiversity you might come across. It stands for Program for the Education and Enrichment of Relational Skills. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you like so, neurodivergent? Uh, I like peers. That's good. That's great. Yeah. Okay. So, and then you, and so then you, um, did you at that point get involved with special friend uh, coaching or did you create that program or just? Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, I set up the the company, you know, it's a legal LLC. It's, you know, great. Um, but uh, right now it's kind of in its infancy. So uh, I'm still kind of in the phase where I'm looking for clients. Mm-hmm. Um, so currently, uh, since, you know, I'm at the beginning, I'm offering, you know, free services for uh, the first few people that are coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, to, to sort of, I guess, get the ball rolling on this whole thing. I mean, you got to start somewhere. Um, so let's Absolutely. let's start by helping you out a little bit and making sure people know where to find you. Um, mm-hmm. So you should check out specialfriendcoach.com. That's your website. That's um, I went on there this morning. I found it very in- informational. There's a little bit of background about you, um, mm-hmm. but also um, quite a number of different options. Um, so I mm-hmm. liked, I, what I liked about it was that it, it seems like you're, flexible. There's some group options. There's some yeah. kind of meditation focused um, and maybe mm-hmm. mindfulness types of things, but then also um, some individual opportunities. And, and it also sounded to me like you do a free intake session to help mm-hmm. and then somebody who's just saying, I'm not, maybe I don't know exactly what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, cause taking a step like this for the first time can be daunting, right? It can be a little yeah. bit scary. You're not sure. And maybe it's just a time to get to know you and, and figure out what might be right for that person. So I found your website very welcoming. Again, it's specialfriendcoach.com or, um, or, and you also said people can email you directly, right? With questions. Yeah. That's yeah. A- uh, my, my email is, um, uh, Coach Pasquale, P-A-S-Q-U-A-L-E at Proton.me. That's great. So two ways to reach you. So I just want to make sure we're going to shout that out a couple of times during the show, just to make sure people know where to find more information about you and, and what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So I want to take you back. I always love it when, when people uh, come on the show and are willing to tell a little bit about their backgrounds and kind of how you ended up where you are today. And mm-hmm. you were really open about a few things from your childhood, as well as kind of what got you involved in becoming a caretaker in the, in the world of, of uh, you know, supporting people with special needs. Um, I guess uh, as you were growing up um, and maybe also in your work as a caretaker, um, did you get the sense that uh, there's a lot of focus on, you know, maybe academic success or um, moving, you know, a child, maybe yourself through the school system mm-hmm. um, and even as a caretaker for maybe children or adults with special needs themselves, kind of reaching those independence goals and learning certain skills at the potential sort of um, detriment or, or maybe less of a focus on making friends? And having relationships in one's life, because to me, that's always something that can, you know, you can sort of easily take that for granted unless it's sort of front of mind and you're thinking about it a lot. But then whenever a light is shown on, you know, really shown on the importance of relationships, it turns out from what everything I read in my own experience, those relationships are what really helps you have a quality of life. And, you know, and is, is incredibly important, if not maybe one of the most important things about, um, you know, being a human person in this world. So I'm just curious if there was a story, an experience that either you had or that you saw that made you think, you know, this is a gap area. This is something that um, that there needs to be more people really focused in on. Maybe you could share something like that. Yeah, I mean, 
Um, so through my experience in the special education program, program as a as a student in the program, um, I mean, I don't know if it's still like this today, but you know, I'm I'm in that era where I was of the post no child left behind policy. Yep. So for your listeners who some might be younger and might not remember this, uh, there was a president called George W. Bush before Obama. He set up this policy that kind of sort of created the special education system as we know it today. And my experience of it is very like, it, it kind of divided people, I think, a little bit into mm. categories of, you know, special ed and non-special ed, because I felt that, especially in middle school, um, you know, the, the social aspect of being a neurodiverse person uh, was made very difficult for me, you know, because once you're in the special ed system at that age and that time of your life, you know, you know, kids can be mean and, you know, they, they label you and they, they call you names. And, and that sort of, to me, it made it harder, you know, yeah, so sure. part of my life. Um, and uh, yeah, and, and I remember it take it took like because not everybody in the special ed program of my school was necessarily uh, how should we say lacking of friends. You know, uh, there were those in there that were, you know, more charismatic than I was. You know, and, uh, you know, some of them were doing kind of well. And then there were those that were doing that were worse off than, you know, they were either isolated by their peers or they were self isolating, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it, I don't think the school system really did a very good job of, of handling those more social needs. You know, they, there was a huge focus, like you said, on, on the academic and trying to fit everybody into this certain score on these academic criteria, you know, like mm -hmm. math and science and so forth. And, um, you know, I think that, that too, even in the academic field, it was very limiting because, you know, people learn differently. You know, uh, I wasn't like, I don't, you know, I consider myself to be, uh, you know, kind of a smart person. And, you know, I uh, didn't feel that the school system necessarily treated me that way. You know, I felt mm -hmm. that it was, they just didn't quite get how I learned. Like at that time, the yeah. History Channel was a very good way to learn things. <laughs> you know, Discovery Channel, the Science Channel, History Channel. Yeah. I loved watching those things. And, you know, I just soaked up that information like a sponge. Mm -hmm. But when it came to the classroom setting, you know, it was a little different. So I think uh, that's why the word neurodiversity is so important. It's because, you know, we all have different brains and we should kind of uh, have a society where we treat it that way. Sure. You know? I think that's, well, my timer just went off, but also that's a really good place to take a quick break. Um, I think you just shared some really personal stuff, which I appreciate, but I, I also would tell you that I think it's probably going to resonate with a lot of our listeners, um, either for themselves or certainly for um, those who are parents or other caregivers who are raising children um, in an environment where I hear all the time from from parents, you know, the, the, the incredibly overwhelming desire to just... Um, you know, have people around them, whether they're school personnel or people in their community or um, people in, in a doctor's office or a dentist's office, just to sort of have that openness to, I may not know everything that's going on here with this individual person. Um, mm -hmm. and, and that's usually the first step towards a different sort of type of thinking and, and reacting and responding to somebody. So, um, so I appreciate you sharing that. We're going to take a short break and then we'll come back and we'll get into, you know, your approach to life coaching, which I'm really excited to hear about. Uh, this okay. is one in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, and we'll be right back. Alone, our reach is limited. 
No matter how great our intentions, on our own, we can only stretch so far. But at Rotary, we believe the right group of people working together can make our communities, our world, a better place. Rotary is a worldwide network of community volunteers dedicated to helping people in need. Learn more at rotary.org. Rotary. Humanity in motion. And now, 1 in 44 continues on 100.7 WHUD. This is a weekly community affairs program presented by the Anderson Center for Autism. Welcome back to 1 in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, and I'm talking today with life coach uh, Pasquale Pulella. And um, Coach Pasquale, is you, you've really shared quite a bit about your motivation, I think, to do what you do um, mm-hmm. and provided us some nice context in terms of uh, your experience going through the special education system when you were um, in school and, you know, middle school, um, I think maybe as long as middle school has existed, honestly, it just seems like it's a tough mm. time. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, but it's also a time when I think for a lot of people, it's when it always seems to me like that's when sort of your vulnerabilities are just so exposed, like on a daily mm. basis. It's like there's all this input coming at you, often pointing out the things that you feel the least confident about um, mm. for whatever reason. I think it's developmental. It's the age. It's, it's the way our brains and our bodies are developing all at the same time, but kind of all over the place. Um, and, and so I really do appreciate you sharing that because like I said, before the break, I think, um, that experience you had while you probably felt quite maybe, um, maybe alone at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's something that a lot of our listeners will be able to relate to and appreciate, um, you putting that out there. So, um, so moving forward, though, uh, now you are a young adult. You um, have become a caretaker in the world of, of uh, special needs for others, mm-hmm. which gives, um, I think, a lot of people a new perspective when you're um, able to use some of your own personal experience and, and help others. Um, but mm-hmm. you're also a life coach. So I'd love for you to just take the second half of the show and talk to us about what life coaching is um, and what people might expect if they start to work with you as a client uh, through special needs coaching or special friend coaching. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, uh, first, I'd like to uh, throw a little disclaimer because sometimes when I when I explain life coaching, the you know I get this oh so it's therapy. Uh, I just want to say it's not therapy. Okay. I, I do not have a degree in any kind of therapy practice. I'm not a medical practitioner of any kind, so I can't offer medical advice. Appreciate that. Or okay. or, or treat um, uh, anxieties or anything like that. But essentially, um, life coaching is. Uh, you know, it's basically a, a thing where, um, you know, you would, uh, you know, you would sort of coach someone in different aspects of their life in how to reach a specific goal in kind of a sort of vague sort of abstract sense. Um, because it's not just for special needs people. It's, it's much broader than that. I'm just sort of kind of narrowly focused on neurodiversity. Okay. Um, but uh, essentially, you know, the, the practice would go more or less like this, right? You know, you, you sit down with a life coach, you know, you go through uh, what is the pain points in your life that, that are holding you back, say, not enough friends, relationship issues, uh, career stuff, you know, I want to lose weight, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you would go, you know, by talking with your life coach and talking about your life and your feelings and this and that, 
you would essentially uh, be mapping out a roadmap from where you are to where you want to be, right? And looking at all of the roadblocks getting in the way. Um, and so the whole approach is to just, you know, um, figure out how to align your life emotionally, mentally, spiritually, in order to get to where you want to be. And for me specifically, the way I'm, my approach is, uh, is, um, I am oriented towards improving the social lives of neurodiverse people, right? Um, you know, and autism uh, to autistic people as well, you know, uh, ADHD, you know, um, and, uh, yeah. So, uh, basically the way I would do this is I'm taking the information I learned, the integrated wellness Academy, uh, and integrating that with the peers program and sort of blending those two together, uh, as like, um, kind of a, a weekly regimen of like, you know, Oh, here are the, your daily goals. Here are your social goals. Here's the sort of weekly quote unquote homework assignment, you know, which okay. would be like, you know, like, for example, if you were to look at the peers books, uh, one assignment they recommend would be like, you know, perhaps, um, you know, making a joke with somebody or inviting someone to your house or something, something social to sort of uh, build those social skills. You okay. Know? Yeah. And that's, and that's, uh, that's the, the whole uh, objective. So that's interesting. I like that. I mean, I like the breakdown of, of, you call it a homework assignment, um, mm-hmm. which makes sense to me, but something, so it's sort of like a, it's, it, it sounds to me almost like a, an extra push to maybe take a risk Right mm-hmm. at that moment that a person might be saying, I want to do this, mm-hmm. I kind of need somebody, not maybe physically next to me, but like right there, uh, kind of on my side saying, mm-hmm. you know, you can, you can do this. Mm-hmm. Um, social anxiety is, is pervasive, I think. Oh, and then yeah. on top of it, you know, you go through years of a pandemic where people really don't interact with each other hardly at all. <laughs> Um, and, and trying to kind of come back and and start doing that again. Um, there's so many obstacles and, and I think that, um, I think that, that social anxiety is, is definitely a real thing, whatever Mm. you call it and however you address it. Um, but that's what I, when you were talking, that's kind of the image that came to my mind was that almost like a little, a little friend on your shoulder or a little coach on your shoulder there with Mm -hmm. you when you start to self doubt. Right. So yeah. many of us, it's like even going on a date or something. I mean, it's just sort of like you, you get so close. And then many times, I think at the last minute, it's it's so tempting to just say, I can't, I'm not going to do this. It's too scary. What if, what if it doesn't mm-hmm. go well? What if the person doesn't show up? What if, what if they don't laugh at my joke? Um, mm-hmm. so do you find yourself spending some time with, um, or, or would you, do you think if somebody presented that to you, um, spend some time talking about or helping that person like, like look at really baby steps um, mm-hmm. in terms of uh, maybe not jumping to the what if what happens after, but just feeling good about the attempt being mm-hmm. made. Is that part of part of your approach, kind of breaking things down on that level? Yeah, I mean, so uh, I do think you know because I'm also you know have a history of you know anxiety myself, specifically in the social areas. Um, so and you know, I think that it has been helpful to me up until now to sort of pat myself on the back when it comes to sort of the baby steps of, you know, this thing that, you know, I just couldn't bring myself to do. I finally did it. So, you know, 
crack open a beer and celebrate kind of thing, you know? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I definitely, you know, uh, it could be hard. And I think the small wins are definitely, uh, you know, they need to be encouraged. And, uh, you know, and yeah, I mean, you know, just people will improve at different paces and, you know, you can't expect that, you know, after two weeks, you're going to, you know, have a ton of friends and then everything's going to change, you know, it's... Right. You know, it's, uh, you know, my program is more oriented towards building social skills. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And if you are building those social skills, regardless of whether the person you spoke to to do that ended up being your friend or not, those skills, you know, if all goes well, will stay with you. Yeah. And you can make another friend. Yeah. So and that's the goal is to, you know, improve your life going forward. That's a cool way to approach it, I think. Um to to that is really practice and and mm-hmm. and skill development and you're right you you don't lose the thing you learn just because it may not have panned out exactly as you envisioned in your mind in fact mm-hmm. isn't learning social skills whether you learn them when you're you know a baby or a toddler or it takes you longer or you learn it in a different way um uh isn't it all about so much of it is about being open to the unknown, to the unknown outcome of what your social interactions are going to be. Um, I like that. I think that's cool. Um, it, it just let me, we're getting close to the end of time. So I just am curious, um, mm-hmm. does, does doing this work bring you a sense of satisfaction and, and joy? Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, as I said before, I'm, you know, just starting out, so I don't have the experience to, to say about whether the life coaching does, cause I'm still looking for my first clients right now. But as far as the caretaking, yeah, immensely when, you know, you're caretaking for someone and, you know, you could see the improvements in their life um, and, you know, just the smile on their face and the satisfaction, like it's very fulfilling, you know what I mean? And like my whole reason for wanting to do this, you know, as a life coach is because I want to continue that feeling of fulfillment, you know, going forward. Just, yeah. just years from until I retire. You know what I mean? You know? I do. I do. I think that's a great life goal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one shared by many, but that, I just was curious because I think um, when you have that kind of personal stake in it and it, and it, it's something that mm-hmm. you found a passion for. Um, mm-hmm. I also think that in your line of work, that um, that's, that's part of, that's part of what will, you know, hopefully lead you to success because people will want to be around that kind of um, that kind of energy, um, as opposed to somebody who might be looking at it as, you know, my job is to get you from here to there and then move on. If part mm-hmm. of it, if at least part of it is, but I also want to feel good about the fact that I'm interacting in this way with with my clients, and that I think that um, I think people can feel that and respond to that. Mm-hmm. Um, let Let me just take the last uh, thirty seconds or so we have here today and do another shout out of your information. So. We're talking about going to visit Special Friend Coaching, um, which is specialfriendcoach.com. That's the website. Mm-hmm. Or emailing Coach Pasquale at Coach Pasquale, P-A-S-Q-U-A-L-E at proton.me. And mm-hmm. um, 
I think it's really great that you're open to hearing directly from people. Um, I would encourage our listeners, if you're interested in talking with uh, with Coach Pasquale about what he does, um, or maybe um, signing on as one of his first clients, go ahead and email him. Check mm-hmm. out the website because there is some information there. And I know you're offering um, some intake sessions, which I assume people would sign up for. And if it seems like a match, great. And if it doesn't, no hard feelings, right? You're just looking to exactly. put yourself out there and meet people. So um, mm-hmm. so I think that that's great. And, and again, you know, I've said this many, many times as the host of this show, I get the opportunity to meet and talk to interesting people from all over who are doing Mm. really cool and creative and unique work in the field. And I think you definitely are in that category. Um, Thank you. And so, yeah, I I think it's really cool. And I think I, 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 um, I applaud you for taking your own personal experiences and pursuing your passions. And I really wish you the best of luck in your business. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Absolutely. My pleasure. So uh, again, specialfriendcoach.com and emailing Coach Pasquale at proton.me. Thank you, Coach Pasquale, for talking with us today on 1 in 44. Well, thank you for having me. You're very welcome. This is 1 in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski. And remember, Anderson cares. You've been listening to 1 in 44, a weekly presentation of the Anderson Center for Autism. Join us for another edition of the show at this time next weekend. 